This Mother's Day, don't forget to celebrate mom for everything she does with a bouquet from 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, when you order early at 1-800-Flowers, you can get $25 off two dozen assorted roses, plus a free vase. Moms deserve the best, so 1-800-Flowers only lets the most beautiful roses make it off their farms and to her door. Lock in your order for guaranteed Mother's Day delivery at 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. Jesus fucking Christ, what the send up fart? Fargus noggin sucker, dang freaking snored punger. Your wife's a snored punger. Snored I'm calling punger. it right now. She hates a Christmas story. She is a snored punger. of the 80s and 90s did you enjoy the search for the perfect rental on the new release wall were you nervous about late fees and forgetting to rewind then you are in the right place welcome to mike and anthony soda pop culture club me mike along with my co-host anthony bring our take on tv movies and all pop culture from the 80s 90s and beyond and if you want all things soda pop culture club go to SodaPopCultureClub.com. There you can see our episode schedule, contact us, and make movie suggestions. We also encourage you to become a subscriber or follow the podcast on whatever platform you may have found us on. And please share with your friends so they too can reminisce in the movies of the past. Additionally, it would be super dutch if you follow our Instagram at Mike and Anthony. Plus, don't forget to rate the show on Apple Podcasts and leave us some comments as well. I used a new one there. Did you hear that? Yeah, Von Dutch. Good job. No, that's Dutch. No, someone told me, like, someone said this, it's a thing. Like, they, people say, that's Dutch, you know? Okay. That's Dutch. I thought that's when you pay for your own meal at dinner on a date. That's what I thought, too. I thought it was Von Dutch was what I thought, yeah. and I thought going Dutch. But they said, no, that's Dutch. I'm like, whatever. I I can adapt. I'll use I, it. I use I, it in a sentence now. I prefer you didn't. You know, your look is so Dutch. Well, that's true. Dutch boy, is that what you're going for? (laughs) All right, so what are we doing, man? Tell them. Oh, you know what we're doing. It's that time of year. It is. time of year. And that time of year was 1983. The classic, all time, one of the greatest movies. They gave us the leg lamp, the BB gun, the decoder ring, the palm olive, the bullies, and the Christmas duck. This is 1983's. (laughs) Set in Cleveland, Ohio, a Christmas story. No, no, not set in, not set in Ohio. Set in Hammond, Indiana. House Hammond, is Indiana in Ohio. F- filmed in Cleveland. Yes, the house yeah. is in Ohio. Don't make me correct you this early. Don't <laughs> correct me then. I have to, man. No, you don't. I have to. No, you don't. <laughs> so, yeah, Christmas story. Um, I don't know. You know, the thing is, I don't remember. I don't remember when I first saw this because. I'm a kid of the '80s. I don't remember and because I see it every year. Out, I was not. Yeah, 
But I was nine. But I try to remember back to I never saw it in the theater. I will tell you that. It's I never um, saw it in the theater. This is one of those movies that it's almost impossible to remember the first time you saw it because you feel like you've seen it ever since you were born, even if it was before 1983. You yeah, feel like yeah. I see it every year. Yeah, it's stitched in your fabric of who you are, so it's kind of hard to get it out. So, are you ready, man? Then, are you ready to... Do you want to guess some shit? Okay. This could be interesting. <laughs> this one is going to be... That thing just keeps doing... Do I have the infinity marker hit? I have to. There's an infinity symbol, but it doesn't light up or not light up. It just keeps going, and you don't know. You it's just so keep squishing weird. that tomato. I just keep squishing and squishing, squishing. Okay, so now this, like you said, this is interesting. Do you know what they paid to make this movie? Do you know what the budget was? I swear to God, I have no clue. Um, this had I, I, this got to be cheap as shit. Um, I'm thinking like clerk's budget kind of thing. Um. I would just say 500,000. You are way light. 3.3 really? million they spent on this bad boy. Wow. Well, that's that's still wow. not a lot, you know, but Yeah, but that seems like a lot more than it should have cost to make it. I don't know. You yeah, um but although the dad, uh, McGavin, the the actor, I guess he was a real actor, you know, and the, uh, they had some people who were real actors as opposed to the fake actors. They're all real. Yeah, actors. those fake ones. Yeah, you've met them before. Um, what did it, now? Here's the real one for you. What did it gross in the box office? Oh God, I don't even know. Um, because I it's weird. You only think about this at the box office because you think about it on TBS 24 hours a day at Christmas. Um, <laughs> yes. that's it. You know, they run it 12 I, times on Christmas Day. I literally have 10 million. I have no idea. Uh, 20.6. Okay. So it made money. It, it did yeah. well when it came out. And I guess the thing was, is they, it came out before Thanksgiving and was off before Christmas and people wanted to see it. So they had to put it back out. So there you go. Um, because it got this word of mouth thing going. Yeah. So now, now, you know, all that, what do you think the critics think of this movie? This is, you know, it's a Christmas movie. It's hard to do these with critics. How are you shitty yeah, to a Christmas movie? Exactly. <laughs> but well, it's know. a Hallmark movie. Um, <laughs> oh God, I don't, I wonder what the critics think. I mean, this is such a classic. It's gotta be up there, but I feel like critics suck. So, um, I, I literally don't know. I, I feel like if I give it a really guess really high, I'm going to be off. Um, but I don't, but I feel, I just shit. I don't know. 82, 89%. So they were high, not nineties, but right. But high. So knowing what they think of it, what do you think the audience thinks of it? 93. No, actually 1% lower, 88%. So, but we got to remember old movies. That's real high for an old movie. Yeah. An old movie. 93 would have been almost perfect for an old movie. Yeah, it would. Um, um, so, uh, I've got one for you. Um, what the hell did I put on this name? I have like Y Thompson of the New York times. That must be their name. Cause I copy and paste them. So, <laughs> uh, their positive review is this. 
There's a reason they run this for 24 hours every December. It really is that good. Maybe the best Christmas movie ever. How do you feel about that statement? Maybe it's, the best Christmas movie ever. Yeah, I would agree. It's it's okay. in, the, in the Pantheon. All right. Okay. Okay. So Vincent Camby of the New York Times. There are a number of small, unexpectedly funny moments in a Christmas story, but you have to possess the stamina of a pearl diver to find them. Wow. Wow. Uh, I was like, man, you really, that was hard to sit through. <laughs> really hating on that movie. Okay, that Woo! I'm going to tell you right now, for those of you that listen to the son of a woman episode, we did that guy sounds like Frank, like nothing, Frank. To, live, <laughs> nothing to live for. If you fucking are going to rail on a Christmas story, <laughs> like you are a sad, grumpy motherfucker. Yeah, you are. You are. Now I'll give him this. Maybe he watched a Christmas story too and thought that was a Christmas story. You know, the second one. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, uh, maybe. Don't, don't, don't watch that. Yeah. Don't Please. watch that. Don't watch that. Okay. So are you ready for this? Are you ready to get going? No, let's go. All right. The film is presented in a series of vignettes with narration provided by the adult Ralphie Parker, reminiscing on one particular Christmas when he was nine years old. Ralphie wanted only one thing that Christmas, a Red Rider carbine action 200-shot range model air rifle. Ralphie's desire is rejected by his mother, his teacher, Miss Shields, and even a Santa Claus at Higby's department store, all giving him the same warning. You'll shoot your eye out. So, yeah. We, so, a lot um, goes on in this beginning. Go ahead. Can we correct? I want to correct you because um, this is the kind of movie like uh, you... You want to be true to the details. Red Rider carbine action, 200 shot range model air rifle with a compass in the stock and a little thingy that tells time. And a little thingy that tells time. But that little thingy must have been a sundial, right? Right. Like, I think, because it can't be a watch because you just a clock. Time a watch. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes on, though, the, the, um, between this and, and when they get to Christmas. So, like I said before, we were talking, um, it's really like like it says here. It's a series of vignettes, and like one of the first one is is when we first open up. He he's like, "I want this thing, right? Yes. Um, I want this thing. I want it bad." And you see him uh, like put the subliminal messages in there, like in the magazine, and yeah. sets it down. And, and, um, you and, see him, and, yeah. You see him do the uh, daydream. My favorite part is the daydream, where he's shooting Black Bart. Yeah, you know. And the guys are doing the thing. And then when they die, you see them with little X's on their the X's eyes. on their eyes. <laughs> little birds chirping. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, to me, like, you know, his whole, his whole world obviously is his gun. I mean, from the moment he, we see him spotted in the window at the Higby store, but he must've been eyeballing this for a while. Cause he knew before we got to that moment, this is what I want. And he was waiting to see it on mm-hmm. display. Um, that's very interesting, but it does to me, it does. It is a little bit of a commentary on our gun culture in the United States, though, is it not? A little bit. How much, you know, and I, I'll, that was that time, that that time period. Yeah. yeah, I, and I fell into that. I had a BB gun. Did you? Yeah. Um, let me tell you a story about that. Cause I actually, (laughs) I, I almost did shoot my eye out. 
I'm not kidding. I got to tell the story. I literally almost shot my eye out. Um, this is actually, so this is really weird, but, um, this was an, I didn't, I got a BB gun when I was in high school. Okay. Yeah. So what, what it was, there was some like, um, some project for English class. Okay. Me and a friend of mine, it's like you had, I, I don't remember what the, how the project was, but something like you had to do for a weekend, like whatever, write about or something. So we decided yeah. we would camp out in the woods and write about it as part of the project. So <laughs> other, other than my friend smuggling a bottle of his dad's Zima to bring with us, which we, <laughs> yes, we had a flask of Zima, Zima. <laughs> flask of Zima. Okay. One flask of a bottle of Zima. Let's just do that. We're taking cat full shot. You shot claim this story. I'm, I'm just You're... telling you the, I can't look, I can't be anything if not honest. I'm telling you the fucking story. Okay. We decide to buy BB guns. So we'd have something to do while we're out in the woods, fucking walking around doing nothing else. Okay. So we bought, they had them at Walmart handguns, like 45 looking BB guns. Okay. So also to well, it's random, but yes, we're out in these woods. And then at one point we hear gunshots. So we didn't realize that's so fucking hunting season. <laughs> so luckily we didn't get killed. But anyway, um, so we're going around shooting the BB guns. So me, like a fucking idiot, I'm standing four or five feet away from this skinny tree. I fucking shoot the BB gun at it. The BB ricochets off the tree, hits me in the cheek about an inch under my eye. Like, Right where Ralphie had that mark, <laughs> I'm not shooting you. I swear that happened, and it freaked me out. I'm like, holy shit. I almost caught a BB in the eye. That's my story. <laughs> so, yes, that was my... Well, I'm going to tell you something. The most the most amazing part of your story is that you hit the target. No, that is the most. I know. Most amazing <laughs> Now, okay, you want to get into BB gun stories now. See, when I was a little bit younger than what you were... My mother bought me one of those ones that looked like a real Uzi before they made it against the law. And it had the CO2 cartridge yeah. that went in the wow. handle. Yeah. And it was fully automatic. You could pull the trigger, this slew of BBs come out. So the guy who lived two doors down thought it would be a great idea if we had BB gun wars. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm just all going to say is that um, there are people picking BBs out of their legs and stuff. It was not good. It was not good. <laughs> wow. It was a rough scene, man. You don't you don't want that. You, <laughs> you wouldn't have you wouldn't have lasted in my neighborhood with your little this gun. Is why I'm, I'm, glad trees. I was, I'm glad I was a loser and didn't have enough friends to have a BB gun war. <laughs> it was just me and the tree. <laughs> I saved my ass. <laughs> you and the tree. <laughs> you're you're a little Ralphie. Kind of a loser shooting at something you shouldn't have been. Oh my god. Yeah. Loser, you want to talk uh, about it? Here, no, here's the best part. I'll make this even worse on me. This is when I, we were into, me and my friend were into horrorcore rap. So when we leave camping for the weekend, we're driving home listening to the Gravediggers album on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> Big L, this guy right here. I admit it. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you, you, never, you never cease to amaze. Let's cut all yeah. that out. I don't, I, don't want um, that. I don't want this published. <laughs> Edit that out. Oh, that's too bad now. That's all I got. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a true story. Oh, you'll shoot your you'll shoot your eye out. Um you know, uh they're going to now after we're done with this little daydream, they're going to go to school. I'm glad that I was too poor 
to have a snowsuit because his little brother's ridiculous Randy. snowsuit. Yeah. It was just, yeah, yeah. I didn't, and you know, I was too poor to have one of those, I think. And my parents didn't really worry as much. So well, whether man, I had one, so I was no, good. That I way. remember, I remember that. I remember mom bundling you the fuck up, putting a scarf on you. And it's like your kid. I hated wearing the snow cap with the big ball on top. I hated yeah. those. I fucking hate them. I felt like a dumb dork in them. Mom making you wear a hat and scarf and all yeah. this shit. And you can barely move like Randy. And then also, I remember um, sandwich bags on your over your feet. So your feet don't get wet in the snow. Yeah. Sandwich bags over the socks before you put your boots on. I just didn't have, I just had wet feet. <laughs> yeah. See, we didn't. I was, we didn't have that stuff. I didn't have anybody who got me a scarf or anything. I barely didn't have anything. The only time I ever had any stuff was when we had, uh, when I was in Indiana and we had snowstorms, I'd wear long johns and just layer up. I didn't have snowsuits, so. We didn't, I don't, yeah. I think we had snowsuits, but I I remember, I'm just like for school and whatever, the layering, the long johns and all that shit. And then you're sweating your balls off in school, but it's like, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't have a wardrobe change. Crazy. No, it's no wardrobe changes. No. <laughs> okay, so now they get to school. And, you know, there's some funny things. I do like the organized joke they do on their teacher with the teeth. Yeah. Like, that's kind of interesting. We never played practical jokes on our teacher when I was a kid. I think that was, uh, they were much funnier than I was, even in, that's supposed to be 1940. I mean, so, you know, much better than I was at that. Um, now, this is where we, though, when they're at school, this is where we get to the, the metal pole thing. Yes. Putting your tongue on a metal pole. Have you ever tried to do it? No. I know better. I saw the movie. I'm not going to try that shit. But does that really what is that really what happens though? I don't know. I Just because the movie said so. that, does that really? But my I, thought was is, wouldn't there be an easier way to get him off of that damn pole than calling that many people? I mean, I don't know. Maybe a hair dryer. Oh yeah, because we got hair dryers at school. Just bring one out with a hundred foot extension cord. Breathe on it. Get up. Get right up in there with your mouth and <sighs> breathe on that shit. So, yes, French kiss the student. That's a good idea for the teachers, too. It's not. It's so, uh, so you say uh, the only way out was the police and the fire? Yes. <laughs> Blowtorch from the other side warms it up all the way to the other side. How about that? That's a good idea, too. Remember, this is 1940. Right. The It was more loosey-goosey. A blowtorch wouldn't have been a bad idea. 1940, where every school was equipped with a blowtorch. <laughs> Gotcha. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Gotcha. I triple dogged area. See, that's the that's the key um, right there. Do, Once you hit triple dog, and he skipped double dog. Yeah, you can't right for it. That's the key. He had an etiquette. He he breached etiquette by doing that. Do you think that's a thing now because of that movie? Do you think now people do that? Oh, I double dog area. I triple dog area. I think it has been you for know, a long time. And that do you do you think there are people because of this movie and it's saying you can't back out of a triple dog dare have done stupid shit in the name of that weird rule? I can tell you I've seen people eat Tide Pods <laughs> just because somebody else did. So yes, to answer your triple question. dog dare to <laughs> it wasn't even triple dog dare. It's just okay. like, Oh, they're doing it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Oh. So, okay. Um, do, you, do you have anything like any stupid dare you remember doing like that? 
Um, no, not really. I didn't didn't partake of many of that stuff, much of that type of thing. I was not a person to to dares. Really? But you had BB gun. I'm very much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't dare me. I just did it. <laughs> what okay. Well, anything like that? Any dumb thing that you did that reminds you of something like that? Um, I, you know, the only thing, you know, see, I don't know. I don't know if it's dumb things that you do are dumb. Well, I have you know, statute of limitations is up, I think on, on mailbox baseball years ago. <laughs> I did. I may have told this story. Didn't I tell him the other, did I tell him on standby me where I, that I was dumb where I hit the yeah. metal, I hit the yeah. metal thing and it hit the bat hit me in the head. There's that. Oh, that's karma. That, that comes to mind. That's what? A, that's a good one. That's karma for you. Well, yeah, thanks. Thanks. It certainly is. All right. So, yeah, that is karma for me. Don't be an asshole, though. I don't, I don't, I never really dared to do anything. I, if I did it, I did it, you know. I remember one um, in uh, school, and disclaimer, don't do this because it's fucking stupid. Anybody listening? Seriously stupid. Um, we did this thing. I don't know who started it, but me and, and actually it was me and my, the friend I was talking about that we were in the woods with the BB guns, but it was us and a couple of people, this Banaka challenge, Banaka breath spray, squirt it under under your tongue and see how many squirts you can take under the tongue. That is a horrific fucking idea. Why? What does it do? I don't even understand what the fuck you do. Burns like a son of a bitch. I think one of our friends said he like peeled his whole bottom layer of skin off from it. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, that's don't said, do that. that's you know, and that's funny. You were doing that back then, right? Yeah. You didn't even need you didn't even need TikTok to tell you to do it. There you go. No, I didn't. We were dumb enough to figure it out on our own. Um, I do want to say the guy Flick who gets his tongue stuck on the pole. Yes. That is Scott Schwartz. He's been in some good movies for me. He was in The Toy. Mm-hmm. And he was in a movie called Kid Co that I really enjoy. Yes. I would suggest you watch Me those too. movies. Uh, I've watched you know Kid Co. Motherfucker, do you ever listen to me? We've had this conversation many times. <laughs> About Kid Co? Yes. This is at least the third or fourth okay. time I've discussed Kid Co with you. <laughs> and you're shocked every time that I've seen it, and then you forget until the next time it comes up. <laughs> hey. I'm like fucking Dory with that one, ain't I? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, man. You are fucking Dory for sure. <laughs> yes, the horse manure kid company. <laughs> Try to yeah. overtake the big dogs. I know what yeah, it is. I do too. That's what I'm trying to tell you for the fourth time. I've seen it over and over again. Maybe we'll do that someday because it's so popular. Okay, and then when we do that episode, are you going to remember that I watched it? Or are you going to forget? No. Yeah, because you just did, probably. Jesus. Now, the toy, that would be a good one to do. That's got some problems. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, um, so, yeah, they get they get that. But but after the whole poll thing, um, we get to see Scott Farkas. Farkas is a just an asshole. It looks yeah. like he looks like that kid that looked like an asshole when you were younger, too. They really did a good job with him. I, and I love Randy with his uh, snowsuit. He falls down and he called it his slug defense. Yeah, <laughs> that's his only defense. <laughs> Play dead. It's like a bear attacking. But yeah, Scott. Yeah, Scott Farkas, asshole. I wanted to go into this. This movie isn't without some things that don't age well, right? When they're all sitting at dinner, 
um, every time mm-hmm. the mother sits down to eat, if someone asks, can you get yeah. me more of this? She has to get everyone's fucking food. Like every time. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. You don't have to do that. Make t- Get up and get your own. I mean, they're bi- at least Ralphie and the father are big yeah. enough. They can go get their own damn food. I know. You know, that's what I I'm agree. saying. I agree. A little deep. Yeah. I didn't I just didn't like that. Now, the 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 little the little kid the younger brother doing the piggy scene, how did you feel about it? Didn't you think that was a little childish even for a kid at that age? I know No. Ralphie's nine, so he has to be like six or seven. Being yeah. a little piggy eating his food, that seemed a little childish. Not at all. I would never put up with that with my kid. What? I don't know. You know. I my daughter would never have done that at that age. Why? I would not I'd have been like, quit doing that. Stop that. Because I'm just she an asshole. She was doing that, that way, to get him to. She was doing that to get him to eat. Now he'd eat his ass would eat. I, you know, here's the thing: you you gotta understand. Just like a dog or anything else, eventually yeah. they'll eat because they got to That's how it is. Uh, eventually he'll eat. Yeah. Well, you're an asshole. So <laughs> they'll eventually eat. I'm, I'm just saying they'll eventually eat because they gotta, or they'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's called eat, parenting. Eat or die. <laughs> so, but this brings us to the next big scene in this movie, right? Yeah. The lamp. The lamp. Um, the major award. Fragile. So, I've never understood. What was the major award for, though? Hmm? We never found out. What did he, what was it from? He just has to say, like, he got a telegram <laughs> that he won an award. It's coming tonight. Hot damn, it's coming tonight. Could you imagine getting a telegram or something saying you got a major award and it's coming? And I like you would think it's like one of those I'm a prince and I need your money. I'm your long lost relative. Yeah. Thing. Well, <laughs> now it would be that happened today. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it when they get it and like you said, fragile. But and they pull it out of the box and he he stands it up. And I love <laughs> what Ralphie does. He takes his That's hand and runs it off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hot sex. Oh, I love hot that. Hot sex gleaming through the window. Or electric sex. I have it written down here. The soft glow of electric sex <laughs> gleaming in the window. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, um, and she has to smack his hand again when he lights it. Because he's putting his hand up. It's... Oh, it's great, man. Is it good art, though? That's the question I have. Is the leg lamp art? Is it good? Since it's so popular, or yeah. is it not good? I don't know. It's what determines good art. Whatever people think it is, good art is if you think it's good. It's like if you think yeah. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It's the eye of the beholder. It is. It is. So to me, Electric Sex. Oh ho ho! I have a machine is good. Gun. You know what? It's funny. I uh, Electric Sex is good. Well, electric you know, I, you would think that. Yeah. Electric sex. I, what kind of machines do you have? I <laughs> we'll discuss that on a future episode. Some take batteries, some charge into the wall. Anyway, um, you know, I remember uh this was like god uh, ten years ago, whatever, or longer, actually. Um was at my friends having a Halloween party and they do costume contests every year. So I won yeah. contests that year, but I was really nervous that I wouldn't because one girl came as the leg lamp. And oh, no. It was phenomenal. She even fucking plugged into the wall and lit up. I'm like, I don't even know how or what, 
she actually was the leg lamp, lampshade and all. And she plugged into the wall and lit up. I'm like, how am I going to compete? That's amazing. That? It is. You shouldn't have. You should have lost. Oh, I didn't know. I was Jack Sparrow that year, and I had that shit down, and I drank oh. rum. I drank rum all night. That really helped. <laughs> You're really fucked up. I was in character <laughs> for sure. I mean, you know, on one hand, it's like, yeah, I'm live action. You're a lamp, so I guess that I had that in my favor. Yeah, you did have that in favor. You it were. Worked you out were good. Uh, I drank. I drank. Man, rum. that is. I drank rum all night, and my prize was a gift card to the liquor store. So there you go. Wow. So I could replace well, there it. There you go. <laughs> That's a replacement. That's awesome. Um, now, after we see the lamp come out, I do. I just want to go back to one more thing. His father's reaction, though, when he sees it, would you look at that? It was so, you felt so genuine. Oh, like, yeah. Like he was really proud for some reason, but we don't know of what. You know, like why. I don't know what he did to get it. Right. What kind of sweepstakes did <laughs> Anyways, you? Anyways, the next the next big moment we have is the blowout, the tire blowout. Yeah. Where. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and this is kind of like a, a rite of passage to manhood for people. Like when they say, go help your father. Yeah. That's kind of like, Oh really? I'm now man enough to go do the thing to do the thing. I don't have to sit in a car like one of the other peasants, you know, I can go out and be the man. And, um, I do love him helping his father. Do you think, because this is kind of a rite of passage thing, his father should have let the oh fudge go? Well, here's the thing. This is the first time he's helped. This is the first step towards manhood. And then you take it a little too far by dropping the F-bomb. It's like you can't grow all up in one day. I don't know. <laughs> You're saying he's knocking him back a peg? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. now you get that. So your balls ain't the, fully dropped yet. Now, here's the thing. Okay. When your kid is early stages, you know, up to like five or six and they don't know what the word means, but they hear it and they say it, then it's hilarious and adorable. But when they're, you know, nine, 10, 12 and they know it and they say it, then it's bad. And it's like, no, you're not going to turn, you are not. And for whatever this, you know, it's, it's kind of funny you think about it as parents were like, you're not going to swear until you're fucking old enough. It's really the only thing it's you're too but young, we know. but, but you're not going to swear until it's age appropriate to say fuck shit and asshole. Yeah. So, you know, they're doing it without, you knowing it though, you know, eventually oh, you your know little, yes. your little okay. angel at the age of, 10, 11, 12, 13 is going to be around his friends, not around you, saying every damn word in the book. Oh, I remember. I think I was like 11 or 12, and I was cussing in front of my friends because I thought it was cool. And they, one of them said they were going to tell my mom and dad, and I got so fucking scared. I wouldn't have. I told you know what? I just said, I'm go fuck yourself. Don't beat his ass. You were a pussy. Still am. <laughs> <laughs> you but know, his um, punishment. I can swear out loud now. <laughs> his, his punishment for that was the soap. The soap, and the mouth, you though. know, yeah. And the funny thing is, you know, uh, our brother-in-law, he got in trouble so much that regular soap wouldn't work. So they make him do Tide dish soap. Tide pods. Like, no, no, just just the just liquid soap. 
And he got to the point where he would just put it in himself once he knew he had to do it. And he would just slosh it around and just, yeah, that's Jesus. just wrong. I, I, I was remember, never that. See, I may seem like a bad kid, but I was never that. My, I remember all growing up, my mom would say, I'm going to wash your mouth out with soap. So I knew the threat, but this was actually seeing it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That was the seeing it. I've I seen it. I've had it happen once. I've I don't remember once. if I ever did or not. I don't think I did, unless I tried it myself because I saw the movie. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what I said, but I know in Indiana, when I lived there for a couple years, one time I got my mouth washed out with soap, but I don't remember what I said. Yeah. But I know I said it again. <laughs> and again, and again. Anyways, I'm just going to say, but what is worse about this moment is what he does to Schwartz. I mean, yeah, yeah. To flick. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't deserve that. That is. He just, just didn't deserve. Now, so what? Here's my thing with that, though. It's kind of funny. Like, what would be so bad about saying, where'd you hear that word from dad? 37 times a day. Yeah, because, yeah. That, well, that's. That's I learned funny it by because... watching you. I learned it by watching you. <laughs> but, well, that the mother, my mother, the mother on the other end of the phone said, "Well, he probably heard it from his dad." And her, her his right. mother gave pause. She knew she's right, but at the same time, didn't want to. No. It's they don't want to know that they're that bad. They want to blame son. it on someone else. Yeah. But then we get the blind daydream. I love that. Where what what, what happened, Ralphie? Soap poisoning. poisoning. Oh, I'll manage to get along. Yeah. Somehow. Now, now something that happened earlier in the movie, we didn't talk about earlier that happened in this is where the teacher at some point tells them to write their theme. That's the theme. Yeah. About. Yeah. So when the day that he, the, he comes back with his theme and everything, he gives her that fucking fruit basket or, (laughs) or after that, where does he get the fruit basket? That's what I want to know at the fruit basket. Like store. that. Yeah. And how creeper was his vibe? The way he just stands there and look at her. Like <laughs> it's hard to pull off as a student to feel that, that they're creepy to oh, the no, teacher. It was the, the wink afterwards and the point, the, you know, yeah, he, he was... pulled off the creeper vibe as a student. That's hard to do. He did it. Well, that's hard. That's hard. So, um, there's so much to go on here before we get to our next segment. <laughs> but uh, the the other, because like I said, it's uh, a bunch of vignettes. You know what? I, sorry. I just, I just I just had a scent of a woman flashback. Yeah. the We just did scent of a woman, if you've heard that one. But Two weeks we have, ago. We have the kids don't want to rat out, or should you? Who's responsible? Oh. And here, same kind of thing, even though. The teacher basically lets it go. I'm sure the guilt. It's the opposite. You know, but Ralphie's sitting there. Yeah, it's terrible what happened. <laughs> We're not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. It's terrible. Oh, uh, now I will say the next vignette is him doing the little orphan Annie decoder ring. Yes. How how betrayed would you feel by that like bullshit? Ovaltine. That was some bullshit, man. And I and I think that this was like the way he's describing needing the ring and wanting to be in the secret circle. That was like an early version of the FOMO feeling, the the fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. 
So I think a lot of people probably did the thing and found out that it said bullshit, but didn't tell everyone else so that they didn't feel they wasted their time doing the thing. Like I feel it's kind of like on Instagram, how everyone looks like their lives are great, but behind the scenes, it's a bunch of bullshit, right? Yeah. Like that, that's kind of what I feel that this whole decoder ring bullshit, like he feels he needs it and you know, everyone has it, but when he gets it, he finds out it's just like, it's just fake. It's a house of lies is what I'm saying. It was, I mean, you know, you've got the radio program with all the drama and everything. You couldn't have had some kind of nugget in there that the decoder ring would foretell. Yeah. You could have made something up. Drink your Ovaltine. Yeah. Like that's enough to make me be like, fuck your product. I'm done. That's it. That's what I am done. (laughs) I will drink a palm olive milkshake before I drink your crap again. Done. Yeah. I'm out. Palm olive. My shit. I'm out. I'm out. Yes. Ring is worthless. Take it to Mordor. I'm going to Hershey's. Done. (laughs) So, but now after that, we get the end of the the saga of the lamp, is what I'd like to call it. Yes. But I did put a note on here, snored plump hunger. That was one of the obscenities that <laughs> dude did say. So yeah. Oh, and I want to tell you, there's a fact on that. The there was a script for the obscenities for the father, mm-hmm. but he said they were too closely aligned with the words that he would he felt he would make mistakes. So everything he did is ad libbed and made up. Now, coming up here, we're gonna be doing the fight with Ralphie and all of his obscenities. Yeah. Those were actually, he said, the, the actor that, said they were all scripted. Yeah. Nice. So, interesting take on how when he was a kid, it was easier for him to just use that. But a guy who uses the words all the time, he felt himself slipping. <laughs> like, I can't say I just can't but bring I, it. I want to know what snored punger is. I want to know what it's in place of. What's snored punger? <laughs> I'm going to replace it with something for my everyday vocabulary starting now. Snored punger. <laughs> so. Back to the saga of the lamp. Did you feel she should have broken the lamp like she did? I don't think she broke it on purpose. She didn't. Oh, bullshit. You saw her walk by with that guilty walk with her little thing. Like I'm about to go do something. And then she, and then she's like, Oh my gosh, it just fell. I was watering my plant right next to it. How Uh, violently do you water a plant? I I don't think, I don't know if she did on purpose or not. I'm just saying maybe she did, but remember (laughs) they said, and that's the mystery of it. What happens next goes will go down and hit, you know the whole thing that they're like oh it's an unsolved yeah. mystery it's an unsolved mystery basically yeah 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 um so now that brings us to our next pivotal moment which is the fight yes that Scott Farkas kid he had oh, that wait. punchable face though wait. I mean no you skipped the first fight what. You use all the glue what? on purpose. Oh, 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 where he's pissed off. Well, and what's more pathetic about that scene, even more pathetic, is when he goes out, he gets his glue, he puts his shit back together and tries to put the little skirt lampshade back on top, right. and it just sinks. And cracks down. <laughs> now, um, yeah, I think I heard taps play that night. I'm telling you, she did it. Yeah. Why? She did it on purpose. We both know it. All right. Come now, on. Think- she used all the glue, too. He, yeah, that was pre-planned, premeditated. He, um, he need to let the glue dry first. Don't go putting the lampshade on. Let it dry. Read the instructions. 
I don't care if it's super glue. Yeah. You got to let it dry. Let it set. Set it and forget it. Yeah, he didn't. He should have waited till the next morning, then tried yes. it. He should have waited. Let it, let it, let it temper, as they say. Now, I want to get back to the fight now. The fight with Ralphie and Scott Farkas. What's weird, though, is he hits Ralphie in the face with that snowball, and that's what, and then starts making fun of him for his reaction to it. And he just had enough. You know, and I say, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Back in the day, I did the same thing. And you got to whoop someone's ass. Dude, shut up. Back I mean, in the day, you were the asshole that threw the snowball. Don't lie. And then you whooped the person's ass. I, when they were blind. Here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. I have a story. Okay, mother flipper. Okay. So his baby up, bro, punger. though, his little brother. Fucking snort punger. Snort, <laughs> snort punger. Uh, bro. His brother, though, had the glasses assist. He picked up his glasses. That was clutch. I'm just going to say that. However, I remember... Back in Indiana, before I moved back to Ohio, at the bus stop, getting in a fight with this kid, and he lost his glasses because he didn't have a brother to assist him with his when I did my thing with him. Wow. So, What was, what was the fight just, about? I was going to give it from that point of view. What, what? Was the, what was the fight about? Who started it? Uh, I, I don't remember... Other than I remember tell no, I do remember this. He called me fuckhead. <laughs> and I said I'm gonna wash your mouth out with Don't soap do that. Or my fist. No, no. I said, Don't do that, or when we get off this bus, I'm gonna kick your ass. <clears throat> and he called it to me again. Wow. And he tried to get off that bus faster than me, but didn't work wow. out. I feel like here's what we've come to realize. In this movie, I am Ralphie because I almost did shoot my eye out with a BB gun. And you are Scott Farkas because you are. I'm not Scott Farkas. I did not throw a thing in. He called me a name and I gave him a warning. I was fair. Did Oh, that, fair and judicial. that was fair. He chose to be that guy. There's oh. only one time I was Scott Farkas. Do you remember? I told you a story about when I was at home and my bro- stepbrother said, hey, when he comes to the door, him, just yeah. open it up and punch him in the face. Yeah, yeah, that time I will say that was a little Scott Farkas. Wow. Did you ever have a coonskin cap? That was a little. I did. Never. I did, I remember. So you're more Scott Farkas than I am. No, I just dressed like him. kind of a wuss. I just dressed like him. I Now, during the fight, I do like how his boy, Flick, tries to do him a solid. And like, your mother's coming, your you mother. know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he really tries, man. Um, and, and then later on, I like how his mother, his mother and him finally are on the page where they're together and on the yeah. same team. She and, and, uh, she does the perfect football deflection. Once it starts to get him talking about football, it's like, eh, fight. Who cares? You know, it's funny though. Like, and again, if you actually, it's like, if they knew that he took down the town bully, he should be praised for that. Yeah, and it did. He does say it ends up becoming the Scott Farkas affair, what people call it. So mm-hmm. makes you wonder if eventually it was heard of, anyways, because of that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so now that's over with. So now the next big thing was that Santa visit. So when we get to Santa, we go there. Uh, we go to that freaking parade. Uh, Those Disney Santa. costumes were nightmarish, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like. If you, in 1940, do you think those flying monkeys would have been fun to see? Because I thought people were scared of those. What? Like the Wizard of Oz? 
yeah, because they were in that parade. I don't, yeah, those because they were kind of scary in that movie. The way they picked up people and yeah, I'd say more Halloween. Save that for Halloween rather than Christmas. Yeah, that sounds like that's shit that you'd see in your nightmares. That's all I'm saying. Santa and the elves, like that. That's enough to ruin. Yeah, I I never was a Santa person. Maybe when I was really young, but I had older siblings. And I remember the year that I realized that there's no such thing as Santa because I told myself, you know what? I'm going to wait up and watch and see what happens. And I did. Yeah. And I was like four or five, you know. And I was like, ah. So I, ever since I can remember, for the most part, there's been no Santa Claus. Wow. <laughs> That's not you sad. Know- no, it explains, ma- no magic. It explains so much about you. You just... I, there was no magic. Yeah. Nothing. And that sucks for... When's the know, last time? Do you remember the last year you believed in Santa? I don't. Like, I 17? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> then you're a fucking idiot. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. But, but that... Here's what sucks, though. I, <clears throat> well, even though... It's like when you, that it hits that point where either your kid finds out or you tell them, which normally they just find out from their friends. So there's one bad parent that ruins it for everybody. I'm, I'm convinced in each grade because they let their kids know yes. they let their kids find out somehow. And then their kids tell the whole fucking school. But that's what sucks. Or siblings. That, that's gone. That leverage is gone. You better be good because Santa's watching. It's gone. It's out the window. It's like, nope, shit. It's the it's the siblings I think that do it. Like if you have older siblings, they they ruin it. That's what it is. It could it's, be. It's just it's gone. It's gone. You know what? So like you mean don't, there is no Easter don't worry, party. Santa's not. Over yeah, there, that's Santa's the guy it's, it's, it's not. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. that's so fucking wrong. But that yeah, so, so wrong. <laughs> you would think actually. So Ralphie and you said what? How old's Ralphie? He's supposed this. to be uh, nine in the movie. Okay, wouldn't you think then they know there's no Santa? I feel like I think Flick, he does. I don't feel like Flick's in the know, and I think he tells he would have told everybody. That's what I feel like. Yeah, Flick seems like he's Just got his shit together, other than the pole thing. <laughs> other than the pole thing, but that that's because you can't back down on a triple dog. You cannot back down. Yeah, you could not back down. (laughs) And you're crying in front of the school and you had to wear uh, gauze on your tongue for the rest of the day. You didn't back down. You did it. So (laughs) you know Santa's not real. Now. But maybe maybe he does. Maybe he is. I'm sorry. Maybe he is stupid enough to think Santa's still real because he's stupid enough to put his tongue on a telephone pole. So never mind. Oh, there's that. Yeah, we don't know. It is. Or maybe the reason he was saying it is because he's so into his position that he can't back out of his position. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you get into the argument so deep. We know oh, no, some people is. like that in society these days that are so deep in their argument. They're not willing to come back out of it. They believe their own bullshit. Oh, I think it's called married couple. <laughs> I think that's called, you know what I'm saying? That's called married uh, couple. Wink, wink. Yes, I know what you're saying, but that's yeah, okay. Married couple. Well, you get an argument. You can't, you yes. can't back down. If you, even if you realize you're wrong, no, I was right about it. It's just you've gone too far. I'm always right, so I don't know what that's you've like. Gone I don't know what that's like far. to be wrong. Jesus. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to say, in the Santa line, Ralphie was kind of a prick to that other kid with the goggles. Yeah. He's kind of a little prick. 
I mean, he was like, you know, like he didn't have time for that bullshit, man. He's like, you know, my gosh, get away from me. Yeah, um, well, that, and I, and I'm like, it was a little weird though. So, you know, yeah, he was, but come on, you got to at least be nice. I mean, you can't be an hey, asshole. Okay, I got to tell you, hold on. This happened. Can't be to the me. Scott Farkas of that situation. This this movie triggers too many memories for me. Apparently, um, I remember being at the mall, and this was like, I mean. I don't know. I was probably, I was late teens probably at the mall. And I remember being a store and clothing store. I was looking around and this kid came up to me very similar to goggles in a Christmas story. Yeah. Like it was very weird and very uncomfortable. Like said, hi, whatever. And I really don't remember, like, you know. Did he have the goggles on? Something weird. Here's the the thing. No goggles, but it was like, I remember what they they asked something like, you know, do you like this store? Or just something like, really? Yeah. And then just stood there with a weird expression (laughs) staring at me, which felt like (laughs) for hours, forever. And, uh, oh, man, it was all I could do to like conveniently try to get out of that store. It was weird, but it reminded me very much of that kid in that movie. It's like, you know, there's I, an easy, go ahead. It felt weird. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be an asshole to anybody, but it's like, it was just making me really uncomfortable. You know, the thing is in a lesson you could probably teach a kid now from that is that if someone comes up to you and is like that and they're making you feel uncomfortable, the number one thing you can say and then walk away with that would would really help would be say, I've really got to take a shit right now. Just look at them in the eye and say that. And I bet they feel more uncomfortable right at that second than you wow. ever did. That's I've your really got to take a big dump. I'll see you, buddy. Oh, I'll be God. thinking of you. I got a turtle head poking out. <laughs> uh, I got to go, man. This um, is, is going to be a photo finish. <laughs> I need to go now. <laughs> so I was going to say that you, you wonder um, with the Santa that they had there, the Santa situation was kind of the worst Santa situation I've ever seen, but the people seem kind of sadistic. Do you think there's always, do you think people get hired on in these positions that are kind of sadistic and are just there to be mean to kids in some way? Do you think there are people who seek out these jobs who just want to be mean or somehow Lord over kids in some way? Oh, I think they just are. That's, why they made a movie about it called bad Santa. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Bad Santa's a good movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Different movie. <laughs> yeah, but It's it's still and, in the pantheon <laughs> of Christmas movies. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I love the effort though. You know, he freezes, he doesn't say what he wants to say, but like you said, he kind of like, we feel that he's been told it's bullshit, but he still feels he has to tell Santa so does he believe or does he not believe? But he, but then once he tells him the wrong thing, he works so hard and gives so much effort to tell him his real request. And, and, you know, I, I feel for him that way. I love the effort, but it's just in vain, man. It's just in vain. A nice football. Football. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> um, and then what time could you leave your kids for so long? As these par- as his parents did while they go shopping. I mean, how long was the- how long was that wait? Was that line? And 
Where were they the whole time? That's what I want to know. They were shopping. It must be the 1940s when you're like, ah, we'll see you tomorrow, kid. I'll tell you what happened. That's that's where it happened right there. That's when the mom and dad split up because they're also shopping for each other. The dad got the BB gun, put it in the trunk of the car while nobody was looking. That's when he got the BB gun. I'm just gonna. And that's gonna. That's my theory. Put it now. under the blanket so the wife, so the wife wouldn't see it. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. I got you. Y'all don't look under now. there. Those are for you, honey. Put it. Hide it under one of the 35 spare tires he has that he buys in bulk. Oh, the, well, what you could call a spare tire. That's right. what he said. He said like uh, they were so-called round, spare tires. Once made of rubber. <laughs> All right. So that. Is that your you have something you have to read now? This is your turn. Christmas morning finally arrives, and Ralphie and Randy dive into their presents. He does receive some presents that he enjoys, but he is disappointed that he did not receive the one thing he wanted more than anything. It appears that all hope is lost, and all the presents have been opened when the father first offering him wine and the mother cock blocks that shit. No, you don't. <laughs> at a mysterious little site over in the corner one last hidden present ralphie with the big reveal opens it to find the red rider bb gun with a compass in the stock and a little thingy that tells time and a fresh pack of bbs <laughs> shake 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 so i have i have a question for you and yeah. when i was growing up we had rules as to when we could get up And when I was in Indiana specifically, it was 6 a.m. Like we couldn't, if we were up before 6 a.m., we we couldn't open our presents. So we'd have to, so the stepbrothers would set the alarm clock so we'd be ready at 6 a.m. to go down. Yeah. What were the rules in your house? The way I remember it, I feel like we would wake up at God knows what times, early as shit, and go ask, we go down. And then I I feel like sometimes it's like, you know, go back to bed for a while, and then you try to, and you can't. Then I think you just make enough noise that your parents finally wake up, and they fucking give up. That's what I Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, and they hold time, out and fight and the... The times where it's like, I think you fall asleep sometimes at night, and you wake up like 10 minutes later, and you don't know what time it is, and you think it's morning. Like, those. <laughs> yeah, those nights, too. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of times, you're, you don't even, you don't even know when... Christmas morning, I'm going to tell you. So many kids, because you can't get to sleep forever, okay? A lot of kids are up till God knows what hour because you cannot yeah. fall asleep. So all you think about is waking up and open presents. So by the time you finally do get to sleep, and then somebody's going to get up at 4.30 or whatever time. So you're going down here. You're already running on maybe three hours of sleep. You haven't even gotten to REM sleep. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the house has. You just have to expect that on Christmas. That's the way it's going to be. Because, so you're going to be Randy hugging your Zeppelin? <laughs> because, yes. And then you pass out for nap time at 1030. Because parents don't make the wise decision of slipping a Mickey into your drink at night. Just a little are rum. Are you saying you're I'm boy? Just, are you drugging your kids? No, I'm saying that's what they should have done. When it wasn't, <laughs> you know. Because I'm saying that's what they should have done before social media and before it would be found out. Just put a little something in their drink. So they do you want to know a little bit of rum, whatever in their Baba. Do you want a little bit? How about a little Kahlua in their Ovaltine? How about that? 
Just enough. Just <laughs> enough to help them. Just take the edge off. With help the dash of amaretto. Just a little dash. Sleep. It would work Just out for that. everybody. The kids would be uh... well rested. They would get their sleep. Don't listen to me. Okay. I'm obviously I... kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> and don't spray panaka under your tongue. It's my PSAs. I got one for you though. Your your uh your uh your wife there, um what they did is I guess they they were Catholic at the time. Okay. So they would yeah. go to midnight mass and then they would go over to their grandmother's right after that for breakfast and they'd eat like cinnamon rolls or something. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't get to bed until like three AM. So no. I don't know. I think they all slept in. Hell no. And the rule the rule in their house was they had to have coffee ready for their father if they were going to get up for presents. Wow. There you go. There you, you know go. what? I'm just letting you know, that's, that's what I learned. I remember too, though, we always had Christmas Eve at my grandma's. So then there was that. It's like, at least you got presents yeah. there. So it wasn't, you know. It kind of sated your appetite. Right, right, right. <laughs> um. So, but let's get back to this. Um. Before we get to the BB gun, though, he gets Aunt Clara's wonderful gifts. She sends the best <laughs> gifts. Um, um, his father, though, you know, the funny thing is when she says that, oh, she sends the best gifts, his father gave her a look like, what are you talking about? Like before he even opened it. So the mother's delusional. This is her one delusional thing, kind of like the father with his lamp, like her one blind spot being an idiot, in my opinion, in the movie. I don't know. That's my right. thoughts. I mean, do you know, you think the bunny suit was not, she was not like crazy to think a nine-year-old boy. Oh no. I, yeah. Would hate. Not at all. <laughs> Probably the only part of this movie my wife likes. My wife hates this movie for the ah. most part, but she likes it when he calls. I know that's, hey, what the calls hell? Him, I like it when the, yeah, hey, 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 just, just, you know, she loves Hallmark Christmas movies. What can you say? Jesus fucking great what the send up fart fargus nugget sucker dang freaking snored punter your wife's a snored punter i'm calling it right now she hates a christmas story she is a snored punter but she likes the part where his his father says looks like a deranged easter buddy was that pig nightmare wow Uh, in the end he but in the end he had a pretty cool dad when you think about it his dad ended up being pretty cool Got the suit off of him like he wanted, you know, and then also got him his BB gun. And and this is where we, I love this line. He loves, he calls his father a Turkakonis freak. Like, <laughs> like that's a line and a half, man. Yeah. A Turkakonis freak. Whew, he loved that turkey. He loves right. some turkey. Ralphie takes the gun outside and fires it at a target perched on a metal sign in the backyard. However... The BB ricochets back and knocks his glasses off while searching for them, thinking that he has indeed shot his eye out. He steps on them and breaks them. He lies to his mother that a falling icicle broke his glasses, and she believes him. Ralphie is in bed on Christmas night with his gun by his side. Ralphie narrates that this was the best present he ever received. All right. So that was some... My first note, you see it. That was some very short-lived good feelings. <laughs> good feelings gone, you know. Right. Well, hold on. We we missed a little there. Ralphie goes out, does what everybody says he's going to do with the BB gun, lies about it, 
Then we have the dog attack. The turkey is ruined. Oh yeah, I didn't put that in. There. That's that's in here. I've, I've, we're going to talk about it. But okay. like I said, the yeah. the summary talks more about just the gun saga. Right. We're going to talk about the Bumpus's dogs. Yeah, the dogs. The yes, dogs. Okay. Yeah. It, it, after that, yeah, I, I wish I'd have done better at that summation. Sorry. It's okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, it's smiling at me. Uh, um, but you know, I I don't know. As a kid, when you did something stupid. That sinking feeling, you you know it when you know you did a dumb thing. Have yeah. you ever had that where you did something and right away you're like, "Oh shit, I'm stupid. I'm I'm with this. This shit's gonna hit the fan. I'm in trouble." Seven to twenty times a day. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I only I only do that at least once a day. Yes. <laughs> Jeez, man. I am, um, I am but he was brilliant. He should got an Academy Award. I'm Ralphie many times. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I know yeah. it does suck when you're like, they told me not to, and they didn't listen because I thought I knew better. Shit. <laughs> oh, and you're like, oh, this is it. This is it. I did the dumb thing. I told I was told not to do. What do I do now? You know, it's like you, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's already done. It's you get that. It's that feeling. I am stupid for not listening to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I am stupid. I am. It no. Sucked. Damn it. <laughs> Mom and dad, you were right. Oh, dang it. Fucking A. But I mean, I can't. See, I can't talk because I did the same thing with a BB gun in fucking high school. Ralph, it was only nine. So obviously. I know. But I don't know if anybody ever yeah, said. But what did you, did you tell anybody else? No. Did your parents ever find out or anything? I don't oh, know. Okay. I never told anybody listen else. listen to this podcast? Until just now. Yes. No, no. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Somebody in, well, we have some listeners in like Holland. Somebody in Holland's going to know, but your parents won't think of it that I way. I wonder if my mom would listen uh, to this one, <laughs> since it's a Christmas story. Oh. She might. Well, we'll see. I'll let her know. Oh, I'll let her know it's <laughs> But his lie, but his lie was brilliant. He came up with it on the spot. He deserves an Academy Award for that. And then there's this icicle, and it fell, and it hit me, <laughs> and it broke my glasses. He conjured those tears from the depths. <laughs> yes. But he broke the fourth wall. You saw that when he was in there. The first time the whole yeah. movie, he yeah. looked at the audience and gave a wink, a smile, you know. Yeah, so he broke the fourth wall. And But while this is happening, once this is, the, this is when your favorite scene happens. All the dogs coming in and eating the turkey. That's my favorite scene? I don't know. You're the one who mentioned it earlier. Well, just because you didn't give a summary. It was a big part of the movie. I didn't put it in the summary. I know that. I also didn't put it in the summary when they go out to eat. Right. So whatever. But we're going to talk about that. So the dogs obviously come in, eat the turkey, and then the father gets upset and says, everybody go upstairs and get ready. We're everybody going get out. We're going out to eat. <laughs> oh, man. That was... Uh, but when they go out to eat, this is where this movie has this... Uh, a, a little bit of racial insens- insensitivity that we yeah. used to have. We had a blind spot for certain cultures, and I think the Asian culture for years has been maligned in certain ways. And this is one of them, the fa ra 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 thing. Yes. I get what they're going for for the humor, but you're stereotyping it, not not telling a joke. You're stereotyping. It's a different, you know, there's a difference. Right. You know, it's like, like the uh, stereotypes can be funny when used properly, but this didn't seem that way. I don't know. Not to me. What about you? 
Oh, it's it's a t- it's a tough one, honestly, because the whole joke behind it in the first place is where the hell are you going to eat on Christmas? That's open. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, yes, it's wrong. And it, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's one that's like, yeah, you know, it's 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 not PC at all. And it's one you you almost feel no. weird about because you grew up singing fa ra 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 your entire childhood. Yes. That movie. You know what I mean? Yes. I, it's one of those things you it's like you laugh at it, but, you know, you sh- you know, you shouldn't have you shouldn't, you shouldn't have. have. Um, right. Now, the one of the the next thing that happens is they bring the duck head, the duck out, the duck. Yes. When it comes out. The thing is, is here's a fact about that. Everybody on at the table knew that that was going to happen, that it was going to have the head except for the mother. So oh, when really? you see her reaction, yeah, that was real to what was happening. That's why hers is so good compared to everyone else. She's the one laughing the most and looking away and doing all that stuff because she didn't know that the duck was going to have a head and they were going to chop it off. Nice. So that was actually pretty good. Like I said, some of the some of the best moments like I have in here come from the little accidents, you know, and things like that, you know. So that type of thing. So it's pretty good. I like that. Um, now, before we move on. Did they know they were going to chop its head off? What was the best Christmas gift you... What? Did they know they were going to chop its head off? Everyone except the mother. Okay, so she didn't know either that it was going to have a head and then it wasn't going to have a head? Yeah, she did not know that it was going to come out with the head on and she did not right. know it was going to be cut off. So they knew it was going to... Everyone else did. Okay. So when she's like laughing and looking away and holding on to them, that was her genuine reaction to something she didn't expect and they caught it on film and it was good. Perfect. Good accent. Happy accent, right? It is. Uh, not really accent, kind of intentional, but but the, the reaction was, you know, you didn't know what you were going to get and you got it. Um, now, before we move on, we know this movie is about getting the best Christmas gift, gift you ever got. What's the best Christmas gift you ever received? My Nintendo. At that time, I will tell you, <clears throat> this was my Red Rider BB gun moment. Okay. My mom has a perfect picture of me and yeah. my reaction because I didn't think I was getting it that year because I had opened thought I'd opened most of my presents and didn't see anything that looked the size of a Nintendo. And lo and behold, there it was because they even told me like they almost didn't get it because you couldn't find one anywhere. This was like Furby shit at the time, you know, PlayStation five, what have you. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out. It's like, like my dad was going to Toledo and like all over trying to find it. Finally found one. But they did not know if they'd be able to find one. And so I was I, I was going around like, oh, I guess the Nintendo didn't come this year. And then I'd open the open the Nintendo and flip the hell out. So yes, that was my Red Rider moment. That was your Red Rider BB gun? Yes. Absolutely. Well what was yours. My 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 best present ever was when I was like third grade. I got a BMX bike so I could go BMX racing. And that was my best one ever. And I I never finished lower than second place on that bike. And it was not the most expensive one, but I never had a new bike in my life before that. Mm-hmm. I was poor. I remember know? getting my first new bike too. Like I, you know, I'd had bikes, but they were not new. My bike, not a hand me down. And, right. and some fucking yard sale thing. 
Yeah, my one new bike, I first new bike, I don't remember how long I had it. Some pieces of shit stole it right off my front lawn. Do you want to hear Fuck something you. interesting about so, that? I would just like, Is... put this, I want to put this out into the world right now. <sighs> Fuck you, whoever stole my bike. You are a damn asshole, and I hope you're rotting in hell. I mean that, too. Horrible people. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you a little story about that. My bike um, actually got stolen, too, but you got to know... I lived on a in Third Street here in the little town we're in, uh-huh. and we knew who the local person was that stole all the bikes. I went Dude. down to their house and took it. <laughs> okay, see, here's the thing too. That is so funny you say that because we also had down on Eighth Avenue, I think it was. These are like the avenues. As they go up, they get shittier parts of town. There was a house with a mountain of fucking bikes out back, literally in a pile, and I knew. The one kid, he was a fucking bully to me in school. He's a fucking piece of shit, and his whole fucking family and his cousins were too. He was a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Now, I hate to tell you to. His name was also Mike, just so you know. <laughs> he, That's okay. I'm just telling you. But so, I trigger you a little. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say his last name, but Mike, not you, but the other Mike, fuck you, you nasty ass piece of bull fuck. Anyways, almost positive they're the ones that stole it. Had no idea. My older sister actually decided to go down there because she asked if she can, she wanted to buy a bike. Yeah. And they said they didn't sell bikes. So I don't know what the hell. Anyway, yeah. No. We had that fucking house too. It's a stack of bikes. Yeah. So you stole well, I went down and back. stole mine back and I got in a fight with the guy and I had to beat him up. <laughs> Little kid. All right. Another, I had to beat somebody so up. Mine stole. ended up in violence just as usual. Don't, don't call me a fuckhead don't steal my bike hey, and not beat you up and don't run through my backyard remember that one okay kid no, that ran through my backyard don't run through the backyard heaven forbid man and then there's the one where the the guy was beating up my friend so i got him you know fight with him I told oh, you that's, that. anyway that's lots different. of i had a few fights back in the you've day. had some that's justifiable okay. ones and some not justifiable ones how about that all fights are not justifiable. Oh no! Somebody, <laughs> are you... somebody steals your bike. That deserves an ass whooping. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready for this? Are ready. you ready for this? Um, uh, there's so many. <laughs> I feel like I don't know what to pick because I don't want to pick yours because <laughs> there's so fucking many. You don't know what I'm picking. All right. Well, I'm gonna go. Oh, fudge. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> but I didn't say fudge. I said it. The F word. The when's F- a, hey, that's, F- some, that's F- something I never F- asked you. What? I never asked you, when's the first time you cussed in front of your parents and what did they do? I don't remember. I really don't. Oh, I, I, I remember when I did. When was this? When we were living on that third street and we were coming, my mother locked herself out of the house and we were going from the back of the house around to the front. And my mother, when we get around the front yard, I'd being frustrated, said, God damn it. And me being a little kid went, God damn it. And she turned around and smack. Wow. <laughs> I remember that. The first time I got reprimanded for saying something like that in front of her, consciously, that I remember. Well done. Um, I will tell you, though, I do remember when I was able to skirt around the rules and swear was from Johnny dangerously. Cause I you fought again. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I do remember that. It's how I could get my sister and I could get away with it. Farging cork sarkers. I remember that. Yes, that's how we could get why away. Why is with- that? Why is that movie not more popular? It is. It isn't it. I don't know. I love it. Uh, you want to do a? You want to do an episode on it? I don't know. That's we've, already a great said, movie. we've already said before that we need to do that one. We will definitely do that. Yeah, here we go. Okay, I, I've got mine. Here you go. Here we go. All right, the Scott Farkas affair. Just the the fight and what ended up happening there. I really like that. Like, they call it the Scott Farkas affair. It probably gave Ralph some street cred for a while. Like, probably yeah. nobody messed with them because they're afraid. Well, if you uncork that beast, he's going off on you. <laughs> don't fuck with Ralphie. The kid's on steroids. No, don't, don't. <laughs> Are you ready for your next one? I'm ready. And only because uh, my wife and I still quote this. She literally said this to me about something like two days ago. You use all the glue on purpose. Anytime. Literally. <laughs> we still do it. All the time. <laughs> Whatever, something, we run out of something, whatever, whoever, the last one, whatever. Yes, that is You a, use all the toilet paper on, on purpose. purpose. No, we don't run out of that. <laughs> Dude, I shopped for toilet paper before. Not even before. during the pandemic? I shopped, I used to shop for toilet paper <laughs> before the pandemic like it was the pandemic. I buy in bulk. And I've, already, I've told you this before. My wife always gave me shit. For, and first of all. Like, yeah, aren't you glad when it started? I'm like, aren't you glad I shop the way I do when I get that kind of stuff? My thing is, like, I will go out, toilet paper, paper towels, water, stuff like that. When I go get it, I don't want to have to get it every fucking week. Because, first of all, when you're shopping, you don't want your shopping cart, you can't fit shit in it when you got all these bulk items. So any of the big stuff like that, like I'll go out one day and I'll get six, eight cases of water. Just... So we don't, you know, you don't want to lug that shit around every week. Yeah. So it's like, go buy it, be done no. for a while, have it. But yes. Anyway, what were, we, what were we talking it. about? Okay. Oh, yes, that quote. I love that line. No, no. No, that quote. That was your six pack. Okay. He doesn't know. He's like, he doesn't say to you, I, bitch, you use all the glue on purpose. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm calm. Go ahead. I got you one. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with another thing with the lamp. I the way that Ralphie fills up the lamp every time he gets near it, and his mother has to smack his hand away. That's gotta be Good you know because if you're a, kid, a young boy, that's what you would do. That's what you would do. Yes, you would. Oh, yes. Lamp and a fishnet. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what's funny though? That, but what that, was he good? What was he that, gonna find? That scene. I always when I watch it, he's opening the lamp. Digging out all the straw and shit that's in there, the packaging, and then that giant fucking box. Mm. It always, it still makes me anxious because I'm like, that's such a mess to clean up, and you gotta get rid of that box, that crate. I or wondered like, about that, that mess. Too. I'm like, Jesus, because <laughs> I'm like, you know, seriously, like, you know, we get packages delivered all the time, whatever. So anytime something comes, you know, because everybody, nobody shops anymore, you just get on Amazon. But it's like, as soon as a box shows up, I want that box gone. I want it broken down in the recycling. <laughs> wow. Possible. I'm just always like, if my wife orders something like, okay, are you, you don't need to return that do you? You know, cause she'll order stuff sometimes like clothes or something. 
try it on, maybe return it, whatever, which I'm like, is this okay to get rid of? Can't she knows I can't stand shit being out. Like, yeah, something sitting there for days. Yeah. Can I get rid of this box? It's got to go. I have nothing issue. wrong with that. There's I nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Are you ready for your yeah, next? I'm one? ready. I'm ready. All right. Overall, Randy. Love Randy. Great Little brother. Kid. Yes. Love Randy. But I'm going to point out, I'm going to break this down into two, though. Um, one, because we talked about earlier, which you like apparently can't stand, but him eating like a pig off his plate, his trough. We love that. The snorting. No. The snorting. It's hilarious. Shut up. It is. But not at his age. He's like but, seven. Come on. Yeah, get over whatever. It. Anyway. Um, but the other one, when he's sobbing under the sink, daddy's going to kill Ralphie. <laughs> I still love that. Oh, and yeah. She gives him some milk and just fucking leaves him under the sink. <laughs> and later on, when he comes out, did you see the milk was about empty? Yeah. Well, he was fine. Yeah. Just saying that's Trade good continuity. Trade, Unless, you like, know, it wasn't. I just love that. It's like, that's his spot. You know? Yeah. People have their spot you go to. Mine is under the sink. This is where I'm safe. This is where I can hide. Yeah, under, Randy had a thing. thing. I know. We all under had a place thing. where we went. Yeah. We all had a place. All right. So I've got one more here. And I'm going to say the Chinese restaurant when they cut the duck head and yeah. all that when they go out to eat. I like the scene. Yeah. It's so abrupt. I do like the scene. So, the, yeah, the head. I off. think that's fun to watch, and especially now knowing. I think really knowing that that she didn't know made it better to watch this time because then seeing her reaction, you're like, oh, that was real, not just acting. Yeah, there was some is. acting, but it was real. So and it's, that's always nice. It was funny too. I, I love that because it like this is the wackiest most memorable good and bad Christmas you could ever have kind of thing. Like how, yeah. else, how else could you finish that off other than that sealed Christmas oh. for us this year. <laughs> All right. So are you ready for your generic man? Uh, yes. <clears throat> All right. You know how I am. So my one generic, that I still hate in this movie. What continuity error is it? Nope. It's not continuity. You know, the two things that drive me nuts, continuity and gross out. When, when she is oh. co- collecting the teeth that have been in all the kids mouth. Oh, spit all over I had that. And drops. I had that as a note and didn't bring it up. Oh yeah. That's it for me. That's it for me right there. Uh, just a it. handful of spit. That's all that that's was. That's the one I can't No. <laughs> No, open. No, hand. Hold the trash can out. Everybody, put them in. Get a bucket. I don't care. No, open the drawer. I don't. <laughs> I don't want twenty different versions of saliva on my hand. No, different time. A don't different care. time. Different time. I would still not want that. I don't care about the time. No way. Forget it. How did clean freaks live back then when there were less things to keep that you could use to keep things clean? That's how you wonder how someone who is that way managed their well, world. You just, I, I don't think there were less things to keep things clean. I think soap, clean stuff. I just think now 
we have different ways to make people think certain things clean better. This kills 99.9% of blah, blah, blah. And this for the ultimate shine and whatever. That's more mm-hmm. stuff that's just been put in our heads, I think. Even though... <laughs> You're telling me Swiffer wasn't a though, thing that would have been useful back even then? Even though I know this shit, I'll, I'd still, I would rather use the stuff that they say cleans better. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I'll still, that's what I'm using. That's all. But a Swiffer, you don't tell me that would have been amazing in 1940 to have a Swiffer? There is no year that a Swiffer would not be amazing. A Swiffer, Swiffer is one of the best. That's what I'm saying. Ever. Clean freaks would have loved to have that shit. Okay. Anyways, I got my generic. Swiffer and the automobile. I'm like, it's a toss up as far as sliced bread. As far as invention. Fuck sliced bread. I can just eat a piece of bread. I don't care. Don't need a slice. Doesn't matter. But what if you can't have a fucking sandwich without sliced bread? Cut it yourself. Then it's sliced, you dumbass. Yeah, but not pre-sliced. <laughs> oh, okay. Pre-sliced bread. You dip shit. Okay. All right, I got my, my generic. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. I know you are now. Hey, uh, so the thing is, is while my one of my favorite scenes is the Chinese restaurant, one of my least favorite things is the fa ra 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 and the bowels of Hari and all that. Like the whole, that little part of it is kind of like, you know, don't like that. But, you know, that that's probably the worst it gets in this movie. I think, isn't it? Like I said earlier, it's one of those, you know, it's, yes, it's not PC and you still laughed at it. But I also think it's like the, I don't know that it was, it wasn't just for the gag to make fun of that. I don't think it was just for that. It's also when you look at like behind it, it's like, because it's, it's kind of like showing that you're celebrating Christmas there, but it's, it's not really Chris, a Christmas celebration. Does that make sense? That's kind of the, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, this isn't really Christmas. This is really what you do on Christmas. That's why it's like, yeah. So it's not really, you know, it's the songs being sung. It's not how you would normally hear it. You know, the, you know the thing with the, the, yeah, you know the thing with going to a Chinese restaurant and whatnot is you gotta remember in larger cities there are large communities that don't celebrate Christmas, so things do stay open. Yeah, um, that might be something that would be open because it's it's not a Chinese holiday, right? So right. makes sense. Um, I don't know, but but would they would the chi- but would they just attempt to sing a song that made them look foolish? I don't know if they would do that. Yeah, so I wouldn't. It wouldn't be wise. Just play it on the speaker Don't. yes there you go <laughs> play it on the radio um so i'm gonna go into some facts for you according to peter billingsley not many major studios were interested in a story about a little boy in the 1940s who wanted a bb gun for christmas billingsley said the studio agreed to make this film if bob clark agreed to make a horror film i didn't look to see what horror film he made though oh do you know what he made uh, no I thought you were the genius here. I thought you were like you do the facts. I the ignore horror. them on purpose so I can be surprised. Okay, so what your but here's the thing. Do you know that he also was the guy who did Porky's, right, Bob Clark? Okay. I, I'm going to. Here's the thing. This guy has a great run. He has Porky's, Porky's Two, Christmas Story, Rhinestone. Okay, there we go. Rhinestone, Turk One Eighty Two, From the Hip, Loose Cannons. But I don't see a horror movie in here. He did Black you Christmas. Call Rhinestone a horror movie. <laughs> I, he did Black Christmas. Oh, is that it? 
Yep, I'm assuming. But that was before Christmas Story. Right, but... 1974, so that wasn't about this. But he did... But he did... uh, I'm thinking Rhinestone was the horror movie. So, if you've ever seen it. Rhinestone's great. Um, The film's setting is a town in Indiana, but was actually filmed in Cleveland, as we said. To find an American city resembling an Indiana town of the 1940s, Director Bob Clark sent his location scouts to 20 cities before selecting Cleveland. So, uh, put a little in there. The one in this movie, the family eats meatloaf, red cabbage, and mashed potatoes for every for dinner every night. There is an elaborate fantasy sequence in which Ralphie joins Flash Gordon to fight Ming the Merciless. That was filmed, but it was dropped from the final cut. And that's and weird. like I told you, his Bob Clark. Go ahead. That's weird. Yeah, I would say it is. And I already told you he did Porky's and Porky's was what gave him the window to do this because he was so successful. They thought he could handle a movie. I just think that's weird that that that's the movie that gives you. Yeah. Tits and ass, man. Tits and ass. That's what they all want. Um, Will Will Wheaton auditioned for the role of Ralphie. All right. So Ralphie, who was played by Peter Billingsley at the age of 12, was given real chewing tobacco, Big Chief by the prop manager for a scene when he is dreaming of being a sheriff confronting Black Bart. Afterwards, he got sick for an hour on the set. They thought it was a better idea to give him raisins to chew and make brown spit instead of real chewing tobacco. (laughs) Only (laughs) in in the 80s. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. How do you think his father learned that he wanted the BB gun? Because he never tells him that in the movie. Ralphie put the ad for the Red Ryder BB rifle in his mother's magazine, but he puts the magazine on his father's bed. This may be the reason why his father knew he wanted one. Maybe. Yeah. Or so, just being a dad. Because he never actually tells him. Well, he said, I had one when I was eight years old. at that age. Yeah. I think it's more of a... Yeah, it's like the pocket knife thing, you know, right. when your father gives you that shit. Right. Kid needs a weapon. Seems like it's a big age. deal. Needs a weapon. It's at that age he needs to fend for himself. All right, are you ready to rate this up, man? I'm ready. Let's do it. This, to me, um, Christmas Story is an absolute classic. It's prob- it's my one of my top movies for Christmas. I don't watch a lot of Christmas movies, but I watch this one. I know I watch Christmas Vacation every year, Die Hard. So there's some there's some movies I watch. This is one of them. Like I said, absolute classic from the dogs, the Bumpus's dogs, to the leg lamp, to the BB gun, to the Chinese dinner. Like I said, when it comes on the 24 hours, um, I turn it on TV to that channel and just let it play while we do our thing. I think it's the perfect backdrop, in my opinion. And for this, I'm going to give this movie, because I like it so much, 22 cans. All right. Okay. Like you said... It almost has to be the backdrop, it feels like, on Christmas or during, you know, when it's on. It's like you feel weird if you don't turn it on when you know the marathon's on. You know, it's like it has to be on. You have to have it on. You have to watch it. And it's also funny during the marathon, you know, you're not sometimes you're not paying attention. You're you're not paying attention. You're doing other stuff, you know, making food, what, what have you, or Christmassy stuff, you know, getting drunk on eggnog. I don't know. But you also find, a lot of times you end up probably watching it two to three times that day in totality <laughs> from different parts. You sit down <laughs> and you just do the quotes from this movie 
the things that you still, and I said, you know, the things we quote from it, it's got that. It, uh, I also just say like, even today, like this was one of the funnest movies to talk about because there's so much to talk about with it because it's a movie that's like, everybody's seen it, you know, and you can, you have can go through it and all that. So I'm doing it. I am doing it. No. 24. Fucking a man. This is my first 24. This is any of our first 24. I'm giving it 24. That what's the average on that? Uh, that'd be 23. <clears throat> Where does that put it on the list? That puts it. Let's see. What else? He is horrible at spreadsheets, folks. I'm sorry. Why? I'm sorry. He's. I'm not horrible. I'm just looking for I'm... anything up there right now. I don't know if this movie is better than F9, though. Fuck you. Shut up. That puts it. That, that's first. I kind of miss yeah. the Fast and Furious. Um, Should no, we re-Fast not... and Furious? You know what? Shut up. It is tied with Stand By Me. Huh. Ironic. But yes, it's a good movie. Stand by me is a great fucking movie. Well, Stand by me, we both rated twenty three. So, oh yeah, yeah. That that's um, it, it's it's you know, it's it's a great movie. That's all I could say about Stand by Me. All right, so that's it. That's this movie. We did it. We got a perfect. At least one of us finally got a perfect movie. No, never. What you? They have to be. Oh. You know, there's not many perfect movies out there. This is. This is 24, uh, because here's the thing for me with this. It's too good for a 23, okay? And I'm sorry, I know- I didn't give it 23. I, I know. To me, it's too good to give it a 23. It's a 24. I'm sorry that it bothers you because hey, there's no nudity, hey. and I know the leg is all you get. You wanted full-on tits No, 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 no. That's why. I knocked it, too, for the reason that you- See, here's the thing. You didn't knock it off appropriately- because you're okay with racial insensitivity. Shut the fuck up. I knocked it off two cans because of the fa ra 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 ras So I understand that oh, you're man. okay with that. And you we are. know who you are. <laughs> what do you want to tell the people, man? I want to tell you right now, donkey <laughs> dick. Shut up. <laughs> I will go rah, 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 rah upside your fucking head. <sighs> asshole why don't you go fucking get in a fight for no reason with somebody go relive your youth i will go punch somebody when they come to the door why don't you do that the next time you uh <laughs> the, the next time the next time you order doordash or uber eats or something usually they show up punch them in the face and they open the door relive that moment i, I might do that okay. i might do that all right thank you everybody for listening mainly to me not him because he sucks but if you like that, that's okay. We hope you enjoy this episode. We hope you enjoy this movie and we hope that you will enjoy it for 24 hours on Christmas day. And don't forget if you're in the neighborhood, you can also visit the Christmas story house and tour it in Cleveland, Ohio. Get yourself a little leg lamp statue minifigure while you're there. Check us out on the website. Please follow, subscribe, leave a comment. Let us know any movies you would like us to take a look at. We'll be happy to do so. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays and anything else you celebrate. <laughs> Goodbye.